Expanding Your Mind with Grant Hicks, a boundary-breaking show designed to dissect subjects such as spirituality, past lives, hypnosis, the esoteric, ancient history, the universe, energy, extraterrestrials, conspiracies, the earth, and more. Hello and welcome to another episode of Expanding Your Mind with Grant Hicks. I think this is episode 11. Woohoo! Get in there. Um, this this week's episode, <laughs> I say this week's episode is, and I'll start digressing even before I say the name of the episode. Um, you know me, love to digress. <clears throat> right, what's the name of this episode? Should be in the title. Uh, was it the hollow earth hollow earth and th th this is it I'm going to digress very slightly straight away it's when, when there's uh, so many different subjects to talk about so many subjects it's you know because we all have very uh, we have knowledge on particular subjects some people have a lot more some people are just getting into it everyone's at different stages and I just like, I mean, I'm no expert on all these subjects, believe you me, I just find them fascinating. And my job is basically to try and trigger something in you to make you research or feel something inside, deep inside of you. And it may be on the 150th episode that you may go, think, oh my God, that really resonates. And that's great. You may, may feel that straight away. You may go, what a load of shit is talking. And you may know more on the subject, which is great. If you know more than me, uh, which isn't difficult on, on any of these subjects, please get in touch and, uh, and enjoy me on the podcast. That'd be fascinating. I love it. I love questioning people with more knowledge. I really, really do. I think it's great. But where does that knowledge come from? It's, it's okay just to you know, read a book, listen to podcasts, watch YouTube videos, and there's so much information and disinformation out there. So to take things uh, on face value has got even trickier nowadays. <clears throat> because, um, where are we going with this? I mean, this subject, the hollow earth, is is fascinated me for years and years even before it came mainstream i suppose because uh i remember many many years ago i think i've mentioned on podcasts before that as a kid i used to love arthur c Clarke's mysterious world always attracted to fancy stuff like the hobbit um lord of the rings the lion witch in a wardrobe the narnia series it's always into that kind of thing you know anything different aliens bigfoot the full works as a kid i was like why is no one else into this no not one of my friends was was into it not one of my family was into it so it's a very lonely journey and you're thinking there must be something wrong with me why am i is this attracted the right word it, it resonate yes it resonate how comes it resonates with me so deeply as though it's all real as though i've been these places before 
and uh, and obviously many many years ago, days before the internet, who could you talk to? You couldn't. Two years older, and and spoke to some people, but even then, they, they still weren't into it. But I remember, yeah, it was um spiritual training, whatever it was, can't remember if it was psychic or trance, many years ago. <clears throat> And one of the ladies there who lived down that way is in, in, in Kent. And she was selling a load of books. And one of the books, which I honed in on straight, I should have bought it. I should have bought it with me. There's an old book um, from 1972 called The Hollow Earth. And it's it, the books back then, I mean, any beyond that time, you could just smell them, that the paper's different, the print is different. It's, I don't know, it's though it's alive. And as soon as I saw it, you know, it's very well-worn books. It's been well-read. Uh, the actual main sleeve was like coming off. Doesn't bother me. And it was really, really expensive. I think it was <clears throat> 50p. <laughs> similar to 50 cents nowadays. Uh, exchange rates but um yeah i got it and i thought oh, okay let's read this story i started reading it but what it actually was it was about this this thick not that thick the book well it's a paperback small paperback i started reading it and reading it and reading it and um realized that it wasn't fiction and that it was tales of people that have been underground uh some of them some of these call them tales stories whatever you like from the 1800s you know and all these people and there's pictures in there there's drawings people have drawn stuff i was like what the hell this is accounts of people that have been down there and seen things wow okay that's not just a story then and then then you open up to more research and you find out about um i'm doing this because basically i saw something on hollow earth earlier today and it's just bomb you know when, when subjects just hit you and then, and then literally straight after you see posts with other things linking to it it's like okay okay i've got to talk about it and it's off the cuff I'm literally just doing it now off the cuff that's why I don't have my Hollow Earth book with me. Um, it's still available on eBay and Amazon. I think it's uh, I think it's called the Hollow Earth, and it's in green writing, big green writing on a kind of very light creamy background. And watching this video, and it was only about two minutes long. This guy was describing stuff, showing a map of the Hollow Earth, and inside it. And you always, you, no matter what you do, what you say, you could be the, the best expert on any subject. You're always going to get people laughing at you and ridiculing you. You are. It, and it, I've mentioned this before in other podcasts where it triggers people. It's like, oh, no, no, it's the programming. That's the program that has been triggered. All right. It's the program. The mainstream AI program has been triggered. And it's kind of like, getting i don't know maybe electric shock therapy or something like that that the ai program goes ah and you, and you laugh you know ah, ha, 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 ha. 
ah, no matter what you say, you could put an alien in front of them, talk to them, walk, and they go, ah, 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 ah. it's just a conditioned response. And people go, what a load of old shit. What a load of old ifs. What a load of bollocks. It's like, oh, dear. How are you going to ever expand your horizons unless you listen and research yourself? And this is it. If someone's been researching something for 20 years, 30 years, even five years, I think they know a little bit more than someone who's done zero research and just laughs. Anyway. I think I've mentioned this before in other podcasts because the guy was talking about the different beings that are underground and said there are massive cities underground which I know full well there are I know that for a fact there's a massive one under London huge one and it has roads everything I know that to be factual because someone I know their father-in-law works underground there And um, this guy was saying, yep, we've got um, reptoid species, reptilian type people, and they're raptors. And then when you see the picture of them, you think, that's where we get the dinosaur, the velociraptor. Because it looks like a velociraptor standing up uh, and doing whatever. You know that dinosaurs are a myth, don't you? All man-made um, maybe old dragons, but whether dinosaurs actually existed or not is another story. So he explained about reptoids. He then explained, um, and again, this is what you call confirmation. All right, you may, I, I watched something uh, earlier this year. I've been recording the old 1960s series of the Twilight Zone, is it? the outer limits not the outer limits and in it was kind of these ant creatures so they were kind of a, a, a human face with but on an ant body and a kind of ant head and, and antennas okay then i saw a video the other week where yeah some someone was describing deep underground they'd found a massive giant um it was protected by ant people really okay <clears throat> And then this guy was saying, yeah, you have the insectoids, the ant people. So that's all kind of well known. And when you talk about it, because we haven't seen them physically, uh, we tend to laugh and dismiss it. Oh, the ant people, oh, the reptoids, oh, this and the other. But they show you uh, revelation of the method via uh, TV programming and films. And if you rewatch certain programs and films, after gaining your newfound knowledge, it will certainly trigger you. It'll be like, oh my God, that just, it's like bang, bang, bang. It's like confirmation, confirmation, confirmation. So don't dismiss that. If you get confirmation, don't dismiss it as a coincidence. It's kind of the universal, <laughs> you know, is there a universe or whatever? It's just like confirming, yep part of the program then they talk about the nordics which are like the tall blonde blue-eyed beings and this is underground in agatha shambhala you get a shambhala bracelet don't you agatha 
So that name would maybe come from Agatha. So we we look at these ancient civilizations too, like especially in Turkey. You know, Turkey, Italy is another major one. We've got these underground cities, these underground. You got churches deep, deep underground. You got everything. You know, all these different tunnels, all linking everywhere. Um, I think there's supposed to be a tunnel from. I think there's a tunnel from Scotland. Is there to Turkey? Maybe that's a long freaking tunnel, a really long tunnel. Why do they need to be underground? Some kind of cataclysm above Earth, above Earth, a great flood or something like that, or a phoenix event or something like that. Or Nibiru passing again, like it is now. Comes around every 3,600 years. That'd be another podcast to do. And pod, uh, pod, podcast, and Nibiru is supposed to be a craft and not a planet, which is much, much bigger than Earth. Different comprehensions, you know? How, how could how could there be a, a, a ship, a craft, larger than the planet Earth? Of course there can be. You know, if the beings are bigger than us and... They've come from a, a place that's far bigger than us, have a, a sun that's much bigger than ours. The oxygen levels are more than ours, you know. People have got to stop thinking with their, their human minds. Even though the human mind is powerful, but I should have said actually the limited part of the human mind, where we only use about 10% or so of it, of our brain. So yeah, so there's all this stuff, and in in particular films, they show you the underground hypermagnetic railways. You know, it was known that the Queen had her own underground railway system from Buckingham Palace. Royal Mail have their own underground system. But I'm going to say this, <clears throat> you know, and we said that oh, the the British, the Victorian era, they you know they made these underground tunnels, and we have the the underground as it is today, but same with the Channel Tunnel from England to France. I'm going to put this out there and say that they were already there. The majority of the tunnels. Obviously, they've built new lines over the years, or they may have just found another tunnel going, oh, where's this one going? And we use that one. Because there have been old drawings. I've seen, I think that was in the 1700s, old drawings, and you see like kind of like England and France, and you... You see like an airship going over. Were they around in the 1700s? I don't think so. But according to this drawing, they were. And you see the tunnel going from France to England or England to France. You see it there. There's nothing new under the sun. Nothing new under the sun. So why is there a need for all these cities underground, deep underground? Is there another sun underground? And what is it with that saying, as above, so below? We're always looking up, aren't we? Is there a firmament there? Is there water above us? Apparently it says that in the Bible, doesn't it? And if you look, if you zoom in on any stars, right? <laughs> they're not solid objects. They look as though there's water distorting them and they're moving all around. Have a look. If you can get a, a very powerful telescope or a P900, a P1000 camera, you'll be able to zoom in and see these stars. And the reason they're twinkling is it looks as though 
either above a, a, a water uh, dome or something. And I remember years ago, it was one of the, one of the films. Um, ba -ba -ba -dum -ba -ba. Might have been a Captain Nemo one or the Land at Time Forgot or something like one of those kind of films. And I remember they were in a, a small underwater vessel, kind of like a submarine. Don't know what you'd call it, a submarine, <laughs> but it was a small one. And they went down right down to the bottom of the ocean, and then they went through that. It was, it was kind of um waves at the bottom of the ocean and again what the hell are those why how are there waves at the bottom of the ocean and they went through the waves and they come out to another kind of world and the waters were then above them is that the same are they telling us that's what's above us different world above us <clears throat> are we in the hollow earth and and there's another world down inside the hollow hollow earth why the big secrecy you know it's said that the the parasitic class are always building uh dumbs deep underground military bases and they've got these hypersonic trains and, and vessels that can go underground there's uh you know some of the guys in america because they've even got mcdonald's and that underground as well i don't know if you guys know that and some of the truck drivers say we don't see daylight for like four days because they're traveling along these motorways, what they call it in America, freeways, underground. Four days traveling underground. I suppose you'd get to places a lot quicker around the country, wouldn't you? Because you, you're bypassing everything. McDonald's underground. <laughs> oh, dear. That's bizarre. <laughs> oh, dear. Sure, there's other burger joints. Don't know. Maybe someone can tell me. But what else did I? Oh, right. oh yes, that's it. Um, excuse me. Oh yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, in this video, this guy said that um, there's lots of different beings underground. He says extraterrestrials, this, that, and the other. But extraterrestrial doesn't necessarily mean. Uh, being from outer space or another planet extra terra extra land so from another continent somewhere that we don't know about or we don't know about it is not on our maps <clears throat> and this is the the thing i wonder if you guys get this you know it's kind of a <laughs> i don't like using the word but a, a download 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 <laughs> You know, all these people go, oh, I've had downloads, I've had downloads. But sometimes you're watching something or you're reading something and then this kind of influx of inf information just comes into your mind. Just goes, bloop, and it's, it's like a knowing. It's like the old-fashioned telephone exchange where they'd put one cable in and take another one out and replace it to connect the different lines up. That's how the brain works, the neural pathways in the brain. And sometimes she goes, boom, and then the, this information is just there that wasn't there before. It's kind of, oh, is that a download or is that unlocking because of, as I said earlier, watching something, reading something may unlock something deep inside of us. 
it's said that we know everything anyway. It's all inside. We've just been dumbed down. Is it a download? To download or not to download? That is the question. <laughs> but what came into my mind, and this guy was saying there's um, extraterrestrials, other beings, and sometimes they'd just come into the hollow earth or, or those cities there. Bearing in mind, there'd be lots of cities all over, you know, miles and miles apart, you know, thousands of miles apart. And they'd just come into work to do something. It, he said, like, um, if you travel to another country for work, he said it's like that. He said they come here to do their job, go home or stay and live here. And then immediately as he said that, I thought, oh, hold on a minute. When he said extraterrestrials and they come into work, come into work. There's still a hierarchical system there. That with all these underground tunnels, high speed, I mean, super speed, magnetic railways or whatever they have under there <clears throat> light transport don't know but maybe they're being shipped in from outside of antarctica or maybe they're coming into antarctica from the land masses outside and uh because listen this this earth call it earth gaia terra not what people think it is and it, it's once you're wise to that you're being lied about everything when they show you the globe yeah maybe may round people say oh, it's round is that because of the, there's a ferment and then that's what's showing is round do you understand what i'm saying because you know there's too many discoveries and that's now, that's now, there's still things being discovered. It's like, well, that makes no sense with what we've been told. It's just I saw earlier as well that um, Italy, you know, Italy, just it's literally 10 foot under the ground in one of their towns, uh, Verona, I think it's Verona, and Naples. It's about 10, 15, 20 foot under the street level. So you've got the street there, the, the road, the shops, the buildings, and the whole road is dug up and underneath there's great big cobblestone like flagstones of paths of round areas like where it's seating or as a fountain used to be there or this is underground and that's just i'd call that you're just scratching the surface there just scratching the surface so and that is what people say is the mud floods the mud floods covered up a lot of the earth and then it was built on again so that's all those civilizations were lost um yeah they, they, there's so much it's there's so much it's too much for the, the brain to you know comprehend i suppose just having my dmso wanded water oh it's so nice if only you could try some it's, it's lovely liquid velvet so are there other beings coming from outside of the earth the ice wall to come and do jobs underground what would those what what would those jobs be are they malevolent benevolent <clears throat> there's many stories of giants from underground coming out of caves and attacking soldiers in afghanistan there's, there's many accounts of that 
Uh, and we see just digressing slightly, but kind of on the same subject, you know, the lost cities of gold and um, Arthur Conan Doyle, he, he wrote about, um, oh, there was a TV series based on what he wrote. What was it called? And it's in the jungles and they go through a plateau and out and then it'd be like another world like dinosaurs and stuff like this. Whether dinosaurs really existed, we don't know. Maybe they did in these other worlds, but not our world. What do you think? I know Arthur Conan Doyle, did he? Uh, was he the one who wrote Sherlock Holmes? So there may be some fantasy in there. But a lot of these uh, rich philanthropists traveling, exploring, so wealthy, don't work, they just go on their travels. What a job. What it's not even a job, is it? It's something they enjoy. Discovering lots of stuff. Okay. Right, okay, right. I've got one there. <laughs> it just come in. Talk about the crystal skull. Talk about the crystal skull. That's where's that coming from? You tell me. Where's that coming from? Because we're going onto a jungle and it's like crystal skull, crystal skull. Okay, all right. The Mitchell Hedges crystal skull. Happy now? <laughs> the Mitchell Hedges skull. You know about the crystal skulls? I think there's about 13 of them all over the earth. And when they've been found, it's no modern technology, even lasers, can recreate these crystal skulls. And they're said to have the powers or whatever of, of uh, I don't know, extraterrestrial powers or whatever. But I think... The Mitchell Hedges family uh, and their daughter, who's about 15, I think. Is this in South America somewhere? See, look, now they've put me on the spot. They said, say the crystal skull, say the crystal skull. And now I'm having to go back on memory. Oh, leaving me unprepared. Trekking through the jungle anyway. And the daughter fell down into a kind of a hole. Deep, deep underground, fell, tumbled down. But a blum into a kind of a cave underground, and there was Crystal Skull sitting there. And this, when would this have been? Don't quote me on this, might have been 1920s, 30s, maybe even earlier. Maybe even earlier. And that's the world famous Mitchell Hedges Crystal Skull. And they took that, uh, where did they put it? Is it in the British Museum? Surprise, surprise. <laughs> I don't think it's there because I've been there a few times, haven't seen it. They'd put a fake one on display anyway. They wouldn't put a real one on display. But anyway, a little side story linked to the Crystal Skull is uh, a friend of mine who was, uh, was a tutor of mine doing trance mediumship and, and other other subconscious mind techniques. And um, she went to... Um, a display of it many years ago and everyone's watching this crystal skull just looking at it and it was full of psychics and mediums and that and they're trying to tune in who's there what alien beings who's there and they couldn't get anywhere now this is a really interesting story and it was on when i, I interviewed her on my radio show a few years ago so the full story's on there with her saying it and uh she was just sitting there chilling out as she does and all of a sudden oh, hello this kind of being spirit whatever it was just appeared to her 
said, oh, hello. <clears throat> I'll see you're not trying to tune in to the skull. No. Taking it for what it is. Okay. Good. said, I'm the guardian of the crystal skull. <laughs> How freaking awesome is this? So all these mediums and psychics are doing their best to tune into this skull and give that whatever bullshit, you know, people just love to make it up. And my friend, this being, this whatever it is, spirit, comes through and says, I'm the guardian of the skull. And uh, no one's ever going to get into it because I'm protecting it and they don't know I'm protecting it. But obviously this guardian could read her energy that she's completely safe and is not going to misuse any information um, about this skull. So yeah, do some research on that, the Mitchell Hedges skull. There are others, other skulls as well. Yeah. Again, it's underground, isn't it? Why is it underground? What, what was it for? But then you watch the, uh, is it the last Indiana Jones film? Legend of the Crystal Skulls. They're telling you. You know, they're telling you. Yeah. That's, that's a good film, that is, the last one. Very good film. So what do you think? What do you think of all, all this stuff? Underground beings, underground cities. Um, there's lots. There's lots and lots and lots. Oh, how did I forget? I've just written some notes down. Only a little, little amount of notes. Um, ah, yes. Mr. H. I'll call him Mr. H because if you say his full name, you usually get banned and blocked. And Mr. H of World War Two. <clears throat> Hopefully you know who I'm talking about. All right, I won't do that because people say, look, here's a secret. Da, 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 da. Is it? No, I'm not. Because you have to be careful of algorithms and stuff like that. And, you know, people get butthurt all the time when you say things. Uh, yeah, Mr. H, he set up the Thule Society, the Thule Society to um, search for entrances to the hollow earth. He was an occultist, loved the occult. And, you know, so this would have been, you know, the early 1900s. And um, so this information was readily available then. Not so much now, unless you're online. So you didn't have online back then, did you? It's just books and knowledge and people's first-hand experiences. So we set up a society to go around and find... Uh, uh, entrances to the hollow earth one of his main bases was argentina and in some of the towns out there high up in the mountains they all speak german because of this yeah this is fascinating yeah research argentina and mr h and what went on there <clears throat> apparently he died there in the end didn't he not in the bunker that you're told and um yeah and then he set a base up in antarctica as we know, that I think it's most of the countries around the world have got together and said, like, we're not going to, uh, no one's going to own this. We're all going to be looking after this. So on the outside, when you see this country at war with this country, yeah, down in Antarctica, they're all getting on. You know, why would you need to be there in the ice, the freezing cold? Uh, you know, are there polar bears down there? Can't remember. Was it penguins are down south, but not up the North Pole? No. But to set up a society 
to find the entrances to Hollow Earth. I'm sure he did. Sure he did. But we won't hear about that unless there's some secret book somewhere which are being kept hidden. I have no doubt about that. Now then comes along Admiral Byrd. <clears throat> An admiral who, with a, a fleet, goes down to Antarctica and uh, has planes on these ships, so it takes off, flies around, and actually reports seeing this ginormous opening. Ginormous opening. And it's all green, lush vegetation. Uh, big creatures, big, big, ginormous trees, everything. And apparently he landed and uh, spoke with the beings or whatever they were. I can say people, but I don't know if they were human. And uh, yeah, and this is all documented. This is all documented. Yeah, and then apparently he went again with his son uh, a few years later. And then, what was it? Was he? Did he fall out of a, a skyscraper window or something? Had a bit too much knowledge. This is it. Too much knowledge can get you in trouble, can't it? So it's fascinating. Really, really fascinating. But more and more is coming out. More and more. And it's, it feels as though knowledge has been suppressed for around 100 years or more. Well, we know it's been more. We know, you know lots of knowledge has been suppressed for thousands of years but um but the last 100 years or so just over 100 years 120 years 130 years it's kind of like that information is coming out slowly so you think <sighs> think things come out in dribs and drabs don't they so it's not like yes the hollow earth we found an entrance there's these beings there's this they don't want you to know. Instead, they want to keep it a mystery by saying, one day we may have first contact. Well, hold on, what about all of these people that are talking about this contact with all these beings, these spirits and whatever? Oh, it's a load of hocus pocus. One day we'll find life out there. Yeah, but what about this Admiral Bird? What about Mr. H's Thule Society? Why don't you talk about that? But they don't. They just don't want you knowing stuff. As you know, the catacombs in Paris, look at the catacombs underground, millions of skulls. Where did those skulls come from? Do you know? If you believe mainstream, they may have said a battle or they come from the plague or what. So much, so much out there. And this is it, as it comes out in dribs and drabs, like uh, it's only recently past I don't know, three, four, five years that um, Tartaria come out. And it's just like, it, it's not been released. Release Tartaria to the world. Give them something else to fight about. <laughs> Give the minions, the peasants, something else to fight about. And you look into Tartaria and the world fairs. It's... Uh, you know, seeing some... Oh, man, stop it, not now. Itching my nose again. The World Fairs and uh, Yukon in Alaska. 
had like these Greco-Romana buildings. You know, you, you realize that they took over the ancient architecture, right? In Alaska. In Alaska. Now, our vision of Alaska is that it's complete wilderness. Obviously, you're going to have your towns and cities there, not the cities as we know them maybe, like New York, London, etc. You see these magnificent, I mean, they're ginormous. It's, it's not just a building, it's buildings, 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 all black and white photos. All gone. Now it's all gone. And they knocked them all down. The St. Louis Welfare's in 1902. All gone. It's all gone in Paris. You see, I saw earlier, uh, early 1900s, it's grand architecture. Now it's modern. All that's gone. It's all gone. Why would you get rid of it? it holds a lot of secrets the you know the healing frequencies sound uh, all built by by or by or via the golden ratio by harmonics somatics all gone all gone but they keep the best not the best not the best actually no it's a lie they keep some of these buildings for themselves that's why you see royal buildings presidential buildings um, council buildings, banks, all taking all these old ones over because of the energy that these buildings hold. But you can't have them. They want you to be in these hive cities. Ah, oh, okay, all right. Oh, why is he doing? Is it itching my nose again, my mate? Oh. <laughs> He's such a wind-up merchant. He used to wind me up so much uh, when he was alive. <clears throat> Wound each other up. Uh, can you wait till afters, please? <laughs> people watching going what the hell's he on about my mate he sometimes comes in and starts itching my nose and playing about being a dickhead <laughs> hard to believe but he does do it so yeah this um okay all right right okay i'm going to talk about it on another podcast but what just came in then is the uh electric cities so that's linked like the world fairs and that, those type of buildings electric cities where you get the word electricity from so if you break it up electric city it's there it's all there the words are there uh, and when they change like the the uh english language they, they've changed it all around from like middle english to what we have now it's just, it's just wrong and when you look at, just digressing slightly, look at old maps, it's like I saw one, uh, wasn't a map, it was kind of a, a drawing of Stonehenge that was very, very old. I can't remember the date of it, but it's very, very old. And it said, uh, in the county of Bark, B-A-R-K-E, Bark, space, Shire, Bark, Shire. Now, if you're in, in England, you know, there's a county called Berkshire. Berkshire. We have the shires. Yes, we do. Around London, you have the shires. You have Buckinghamshire, Hertfordshire, Berkshire, Wiltshire. What else? There'd be some others. So we have the shires here. Funny how Tolkien spoke about the shires. But anyway, so people around the world wouldn't know any different. Okay. So it's, oh, part of Berkshire. And they would pass that off. Ah, oh, this is in, it, uh, it's in Berkshire. No, it isn't. Stonehenge is in Wiltshire. Berkshire is a lot further north. 
But then, obviously, this is, what do you go on? What we know now or what was said back then? And it's spelled Berkshire, B-A-R-K-E, where now it's all one word, B-E-R-K-Shire. So it's spelt differently. You haven't got the bark. It's, they've changed everything. Town names, road names, street names, everything. Because as you know, all words have frequencies. All words have frequencies. This why it's important, if you don't know, um, looking into names for babies. See what resonance the name holds. You know? Might explain why some people have bad luck throughout their lives because of the frequency of their name. Maybe. I don't know. That's fascinating stuff though, isn't it? Fascinating. Okay. Yep. All right. Yep. So we'll leave it there for now. Thank you so much for listening. And I'm going to do a, a podcast on electric cities because it is fascinating. It really is fascinating. Opens up a whole new world. So if you're interested in finding out more about frequencies and how they can heal you, how they can reverse illnesses, sickness, even the heavy-duty ones, get in touch at www.puresoulquantumhealing.com. You'll be surprised, all right? You'll be surprised. And a lot of info there uh, has been kept secret for over 100 years, but we have the technology. All right, we have the technology to turn your illnesses around. Anyway, guys, take care. Thanks very much for listening and see you next time. See ya.